Oh, hello. It's time for another episode of Minor Revelations with Drew Drogi. Oh, yeah, sure. I'm just Googling something as I was trying to make a point, and I'm learning all these new words. Um, <laughs> um, so the opposite of monopoly is monopsony. It's when there are many sellers and one buyer. Or an oligopoly, which I have heard of, but I and people don't use that word. Like, we live in an oligopoly, which is their number of sellers. It sounds like the same thing as a monopsony. Cool. Great. I thought, like, competitive market or because I knew, like, democracy wasn't the right word. I'm thinking in terms of business. But bottom line, we have choices in, you know, in our country as of now, uh, as as of the time of this. I, I mean, I'm hoping this you'll hear this in a few weeks from when I'm recording it now. So I'm I'm hoping. Uh, and where we uh, get our cakes, uh, where we get our chicken, where we get our websites designed. You know where I'm going with this. This bullshit uh, that the Supreme Court ruled on, the the gay situation where there's literally no case. A woman ma- trumped up a case with a, a straight man and she basically created something that made it to the Supreme Court. Like, how is that even possible? What is happening in the world right now? With all the busy shit the Supreme Court has to deal with, that somehow this makes it all the way there, and then now it's legal to not sell whatever you sell to gay people. If you know they're gay, you can just go, nah, I, I, my religious beliefs forbid me from helping you and, and hooking you up. Here's my hot take. We have the right to refuse service to anyone. That's the law. So I do think the law... Stands with these with these bigots and with these assholes. The law is: if you don't want to serve someone, you don't have to. I I would love to know where a business is anti-gay. I will happily take my business somewhere else. Please let me know. Put a banner on the outside of your business that says "bigot," that says "asshole," that says "I don't want money." I hate income. Something so that I know I can go somewhere else. Because here's the thing, where we live in a, a monopsony or whatever the fuck you call it. If I know a business is anti-black or anti-woman, just because I'm not those things, I'm not going there either. We can drive them out of business. There are more of us than them, and we just don't support these things. So gays, stop eating at fucking Chick-fil-A. I have been saying it for years. Stop going there. I will judge you. I will yell at you for going that. I have gotten into fights with, with st- it's trash chicken anyway. Go to Bojangles or Popeyes or or any fucking place. Post pandemic, every goddamn restaurant has that fried chicken sandwich with, you know, some version of hot Nashville butter or some drippings running all over it and ranch. And you can have that sandwich anywhere, literally any restaurant. And it's better. Chick-fil-A used to be this r- treat. You know, growing up in the 80s and it was only at the mall. And so we would go to South Park Mall in Charlotte. We would go to Chick-fil-A and it was delicious back then. I do think it's changed or maybe I've just grown up, whatever. It's not even good. I remember when it first came to L.A., there was this big deal before we knew they were anti-gay and truly hateful. They've always been very Christian. They were never open on Sundays. They're very proud and smug about that. But I remember when it came to L.A. and I was like, this isn't even good. This is not what I remember. And um, you, the fact that I would have to tell you to not go to Chick-fil-A now, how dare you? Don't do it. They hate us. They want us dead. Okay? Don't go to get a wedding cake made by somebody that doesn't support your wedding. 
This is the happiest day of your life. Do you want some hateful, salty sweat You're getting pushed into your cake while it's being made? Do you want to taste anger lard, uh, you know, on, on, on the day of your wedding? Fuck that. No. Get your cake made by a queer person or a person that loves queer people, period. It's not hard to find. There are more of us than there are of them. So I, I want to know. I don't want your energy in my what I'm eating and what I'm putting in my body. You know, um, website designers, first of all, whatever the hell that is. Now, can't you design your own website? I'm the most technically stupid person in the world. And like design your own website, that'll just go the way of the dinosaurs like that idiot woman and her Muppet hair and her dumb backward thoughts. So just like, let us know what your what your problems are with certain types of people. And same goes for colleges with this affirmative action shit. It's like, you know, students should seek out colleges that want diversity, not that are required by law to have certain quotas, but that say, you know, a student that has a different experience is going to add to everyone else's experience for the four years of college. Because, and let's be honest, universities are in trouble now. We might live to see them go away. And that would that would be devastating to me. I loved my time in college. I'm very grateful for the four years that I had. But so much of it was the social aspect of getting to talk to people and and experience people that were different from me, that had different upbringings than me. And I went to a very, very sheltered conservative school. I mean, I think it's a much bigger experience for other people in other places. And it's it's something that Colleges should be desperate for anyone who wants to go there because now if people even go to college, they're going to technical school or community college for two years and getting their, you know, whatever you call it, their divisionals or whatever out of the way. And then they're specializing for two years if they do that. And people are realizing that a college diploma doesn't do anything. So like the fact that they're going to be exclusionary and say like, oh, we really we are going to, you know, and. Fuck Clarence Thomas to the ends of the earth with the truly the most rancid human being alive. And I'm including I'm aware of other people. How dare you, motherfucker, for so many reasons. I hope you rot in jail. You literally said you benefited from affirmative action and then have worked your entire career to dismantle it and chip away at it. How dare you? You know, these are people who they're they're going to die. We're weeding out. We're slowly moving forward. So the worst thing for us to do is to throw up our hands and go, well, God, we're, but we also cannot try to just make laws that make everyone be open-minded and make everyone do things. You can't. So if the law says one thing, fuck that. Do the right thing. Above everything, do the right thing. Be a college that says, oh, you're different in some way. You're diverse in some way. That's going to add to our student body. Oh, uh, hi, you have a dollar in my face and you want to buy something that I'm selling to you. I'd like that dollar. And I have no, it's none of my business who you are or what you do outside of this exchange. So we just have to, I mean, listen, bad guys will always exist. I think a lot of us think like, oh, I just want racism to get handled so I can go about my day. It never will. Transphobia, homophobia, misogyny, these will always exist in our society. And it's not our job to throw up our hands and be devastated by this. But we fight and we go, you know what? We're going to be a little bit better. They're going to exist a little bit thinner. But like watch a Star Wars movie. Watch any like action movie. The villain always comes back. Any franchise, there's always a villain that comes back. And that's how it happens. We just have to keep fighting the enemy and, and moving forward 
and, you know, taking care of each other. And fuck all of these people. All right, let's have a show. Hi, y'all. How's it going? Good. Welcome. It's nice. It's like, it's like, um, it's nice to be on Zoom and then remember that we could also see each other in person because the pandemic's over. Uh, yeah, exactly. I, I know. Well, it's just like what we were like, the gifts that we were given. It's like, oh, we could do this now, even though someone's in New York and like two of us are in LA. Jess, how is New York? How's it going in New York? It's good. It's snowing here today, oh. which I love. I know you're yeah. all like, oh, no. God, am I? Love the cold. Oh, no, it's raining here. It's it's raining cold. here, which is worse than snow because it's just oh, it, sure. rain in yeah. L.A. And it's been raining here so much. I've heard. The streets are saturated. No one knows how to drive. People are no. cranky. Everyone's upset. All the sunny California is out the window. I've heard it's just a nightmare. I love it. We've been doing a play, though, as as you know, Drew. And um, I and know, too. I know, too. That's oh. right. That's right, Jess. You know, Jess and I are, are very good friends, too. I think. Kirsten is fantastic in this play. It was I've so heard great. nothing I, but oh, good things. It's I, I, fascinating. You're just fascinated to watch at this play. It's, it's so got, good. Uh, it's got a variety, you know, to do with to do a play in an old Los Angeles building that's not used to rain means that you are pre-show going the trash can for the leak is now on stage. Yes. <laughs> And you know what I mean? Like, that's just what it is. And you have a giant cast in this play, too. I mean, it's it's a small people, theater. Yeah. So it's good because when it rains, you have that many people to help put the pop-up out outside so you can store the props so they're not rolling in on stage very wet. So oh lest, lest everyone think that all of um, being a Hollywood performer is glamour. Oh. We're here, here to tell you it is. <laughs> Absolutely. Not nothing of it is, and I no. that's why I kind of like it. That's what I like about it. Oh. Um, and just the idea that everyone shows up in it, you know, in a fur and then just being like, Oh, the life. It's like, oh no, no, no. We have to constantly do yeah. our props, do our You're things. moving the bucket. Move that bucket. I mean, that's yeah. really so much of what it's about. That is that's Hollywood. Move that bucket. Thank you. I got I think it. I I loved, I mean, I just was lucky like growing up in community theater and then in college at a liberal arts like I was never the lead in things and I was and we had to like run lights or stage manager I designed costumes one time like we had to do everything and I'm so grateful that I have that sort of intramural training and oh, appreciation yeah. for all of it it yeah. makes it the whole thing genuinely more fun and you do have respect for everyone that's involved in the in the situation and you're like oh it really does take a team and it's not about me like up here just talking and just yeah you're welcome for the magic that's coming out of my body it's more like oh we all have to work together and do this thing yeah when we did when i first joined note um and i've been a member there for 20 years and i uh, i was working as a substitute teacher and there's a, a laminated sign that says unlock this door when you're done relieving yourself that i stole the laminating machine not stole but i when i was uh, teaching uh kindergarten but um i i ran sound we were doing Richard III with a wonderful actor in town named Jacqueline Wright uh, as Richard and um and this is back it was a very complex sound design and I'm up there with three CD players oh. CDs are discs y'all yes put in the thing compact like, discs having to like press play and br bring the level up and put it down oh, and like wow. that kind of stuff though 
And I was bad at it. Like those cues got jacked sometimes. But I love that you stole a laminating machine though. I love that takeaway. Do you still have this? Well, I didn't steal, la I steal usage of it. You know, schools are very particular about, they don't have a lot of things. So they're very particular about their hot plastic. I, I totally, I, I totally get it. You yeah. also have an amazing, I have to talk about your toilet. That's an amazing um, flushable. What is it? An electronic? Not at the theater. Not at the theater in your, in your home. I'm just so fascinated by it. I've never seen anything like it. I have a robot toilet downstairs that actually, uh, a wonderful foundation here called the Unusual Suspects, which helps uh, kids that are in uh, schools that don't have art programs and um, uh, help them create stories and stuff like that. I had some friends who were working there and they said, Kirsten, someone from the board had this very fancy toilet, wouldn't fit in their house. And so we're going to sell it in an online auction. And we don't think anybody's going to come to this. They can afford it. So you have to bid on this toilet. It was like a $7,000 toilet. And so well, no but it's magical. Was, it's of the future. No was in fact bidding on it. And then I just kept outbidding myself. They could make money. And so, but it, uh, I mean, yes, it's great. It's great. And people, but I don't think I'm going to stand by. You should not put technology and plumbing that close together. Cause it's just. Now what happens when you, okay. So can you explain uh, how it works? It's, I don't know how it works. It took them like six days and like- But like, what's the, what you walk go, in? Go in, it's got a heated seat. It, of course it has, of course it has a bidet, a front and a back bidet. There is music that sounds vaguely like the Bridgerton theme. Um, that <laughs> I played it so much when I walked into the bathroom, it would turn on that oh. that, that feature doesn't work anymore. Um, it's got a heated seat. It's got a light that emits from the yeah, bottom. Yeah, the blue light I remember. Change the light based on the day of the week. So the day you got there, it's and then um, it will flush when you walk away. Also, it's got a little blue light that shines on the ground. So if you urinate, oh, that's what up, I remember. It's the blue yeah, light on the ground. If you keep yeah. standing up, you put your foot on that light, and it will know it's time for the seat to raise. And yeah, yeah. Now, what happens if you have a problem with it? Like, who do you call? Verizon? Like, who do you call? Exactly. Rise. Yeah, it's a good thing I'm half alien because you do need to call people. Yeah, that's that, the thing I would be like, I'm not like sure. One guy that knows how to do it. Right. And NASA comes. Yes, NASA comes. That's right. Yes. People who make spy balloons come and fix my toilet. That's right. That's, I mean, it's just, it's also one of those things that like, yay, technology. Also, like, I miss the old stuff. It's just. I know, I know. And Jess, are you doing this? Tell, you have a show that's about to happen at Joe's pub. You're bringing we, back the meeting, yes? We yes. voted. We keep, yes. vote online. Yes, I uh, am bringing back the meeting. What is the meeting? I don't the know. It's the most spectacular thing ever. I'm so happy. Oh, thank you. Before I knew Justin and I, we used to go all the time before oh, yeah. we even knew each other. Or, well, I think, yeah, anyway. Yes, uh, we always knew of each other. Yes. You know. Um, well, the meeting is a it's a, a show based on the meeting of the International Order of Sodomites, which is a centuries old organization that promotes the lives and legacies of the LGBT community. Uh -huh. So it's set up like a meeting and there's sketches and performers and we celebrate different gay icons and we talk about politics and that's the show. It's so wonderful. It really is gay church. Yes. It is where you go at Justin just gives these, you know, here's what's in, here's what's out. And it's very nuanced and hilarious. And 
scathing. And sure. I mean, it's everything. It's what we need to hear because it's really How not about go? like, oh, you would love it. You would love it. And what I, I just love that it's unsparing. It's not like this, like we're here, we're queer. It's like, yeah, oh, we know yeah. that. That's, that's a given. Yeah. We all agree with that. Let's really like <laughs> deal with what's wrong with us and what we need oh. to work on. Deeply. As in, why are you wearing jeggings on the L or whatever, right. whatever your whatever your whatever your take on the world is now? And then usually uh, there's one uh, icon that's yeah. celebrated musically throughout the night. So yes. you know whether it be like Freddie Mercury or Cher or Bette Midler or whoever, it's like it's somebody that that all the music is from that world, either like something that they sang or they they created or just inspired yeah. by. So it's just beautiful music. And there's mm -hmm. always at least one sketch that Justin writes. And I've been lucky enough to be in at least you, twice, yeah. if not three times. At least twice. Yes. One time I was so stoned out of my mind. <laughs> I had just I had just done a show that afternoon. And my friends were like, we're gonna go to the Rusty Anchor and have drinks and then go to the meeting. And I'm like, perfect, perfect day. <laughs> yes. And so I had just done a matinee and I was like off the clock. I'd had a couple drinks. Someone's like, You want an edible? I'm like, I should do. <laughs> I'm in line getting ready to just like laugh my head off at at the meeting and this one comes up to me Justin comes up and goes I need you darling I need you I need you right now in the show and I get pulled out of the thing I'm backstage and I'm like rrr, rrr, rrr. <laughs> and I had to tell the audience that I was high like before we started because I needed there to get go. that off my chest I needed to yes. just go hi I'm high and nobody cared uh -huh. no, no. It was high, but I just had that weird I'm in trouble they're going to know I'm going to be. And also Justin is a brilliant writer. And what oh. I always tell you about your words is that you just can't fluff them. You can't. And, and you know, cause Kirsten, no. you've, you've done, you've done lots yeah. of Justin's words. You really. I haven't. I've are... just done one, but yes, I have done. If we take, if we put me in a time machine, I've done lots of Justin's words. Well, you're going to do lots more. Let's don't hope. you worry. Um, but it's very, it's, it's, it's beautiful, dense, poetry it's not just kind of say oh. this kind of go there and so you know you're really so precise that. it's so, so precise, precise. That it, the economy of language and also the the fucking jokes and jokes I know. As, as all of us three know jokes are born from so much pain so <sighs> if you don't get it exactly right you're not getting all the pain out either i you, love that like, you know how you express a pimple it's like emotional pimples that get fully expressed and you want to push it and you want to see that little weird wormy bit just come oh, out. God. I'm going to well, put Kirsten, that on my grant application. Yep. <laughs> Kirsten also saved my ass. I think I told you this, Justin, when I did your show in San Francisco, we had run yes. it, run it, run it. We did one show. I so wanted to do you all proud. I was having the best time, but I was also like, oh, we have one audience. We're doing this one time. Yeah. That's your heart. And honestly, like, you know, I, I got to do your part, Justin, in the show, which is like so fun. Every line's a punchline. It's oh, almost yeah. like the Sophia of the Golden <laughs> Girls in this way. It's like you come out every time you talk, it's funny. So that yeah. pressure of being like, I really, and I was so confident, blah, 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 blah. And then immediately went off my words and I had <laughs> no idea where I was. Kirsten, <laughs> genius, picks me up right away, fills in the gaps. Like she immediately was like, oh. He doesn't know his words because <laughs> I was babbling a bit. And then you we have go, such a you have such a contemptuous relationship in the play. Yes. It's pretty easy because yeah. in my brain, you know, like, you know, your brain is a little crazy. 
when you're, I don't know, in my old yeah. grades, why I was like, yeah, fuck you. You don't need fucking lines. Watch this <laughs> asshole. But it was also like combative, but it was also like, we were fine. And but you, you were, cool. you were so gracious and helpful to me in that moment because you did it. You did it play that like, what, what, what's your words? What are you going to yeah. say? To, you know, uh, instead you were like, oh, I'm going to take care of you and insult you at the same time, which is exactly what you should have done. It was like, it was awesome. So thank you for that publicly. Cause I was always so like, oh my gosh, I was so in my head. I got very nervous when I was in, out it's there. It's really well. That's a really hard part to pull off the way that Jess like literally will just walk on stage and is like, I don't know how it, there's something Brechtian about oh, like 100% I'm looking, and I've seen Jess I'm, do it so many times it, it, that yeah. I was like, so like that was so hard to pull off and, and that, that was, it was different. You know yeah. what I mean? It was different, but yeah, yeah you would, yeah. you would have been proud Jess. Well, I, I am very proud thank and, you. and, it, and you are, you are both reminders to me always. I say this to people, you know, like work with good people and continue to work with good people. You always want like a nice, circle of people around your work because um it just makes a difference every we've we've worked together a lot now and yeah it's always like oh it's just fun we always have fun we always that's have a big fun. part of it too like coming out oh, of yeah. things i used to suffer so many people and go well they're a monster but they're really great to work with or they're really funny when they get up there and you're like no they're really not great to work with and they're and no yeah. one's that funny no one's that great <laughs> and when we're not getting paid millions of dollars why, why do we have to work with people and we all love each other. We don't get to work with each other nearly enough. So it's like, yeah. why not seek out every opportunity to work with great people? And even when yeah, I was putting I, this show together, I was like, I'm only asking people that I like. I'm oh, not asking sure. like, well, they're a lot and they're, you know, really difficult. <laughs> my hair, my sure. hair on I Zoom. It. I love it. I love it. I love it when hair decides it's My style. hair was just like, it's raining and we're going to just do this. We're going to be on the side now. <laughs> um, so talk to me. Uh, y'all about okay that's that's a style that's a oh. choice oh. oh my hair's leaving my head um all right so talk to me who wants to go first uh, you, do you have a uh a revelation of some sort oh kirsten you go first because i know you did the homework i know you're so on top oh it's it, well here's the thing here's the the truth of it is i was thinking about this when i was thinking about it and i was like well you know the the famous story in my family and you know i I jokingly always say I was sort of raised by wolves and the things that I would say is not things that, and I get told, you know, I'm like the family, you know, depending on the day, high, high, hyperbolic, dramatic, or just straight up liar. But my first teacher said to my Thank mom God for that. Sure. Yeah. But I'm not, that's the thing. Like I'm telling the truth, but your uh, truth is your uh, truth. Uh, my uh, first grade teacher told my mother, uh, you know, and both of my parents were public school teachers in the district. And um, I did not have a good, good relationship with the eternal aspect of it. She, she said, you know, there are, there, there are no secrets in your house. And that one of the, because I am compelled to tell the truth, like whatever is going on, I am going to say it. Like I, ha I, I for me to like, I have to like constantly bounce it out. I think it's just because I was raised in a house being told like constantly, no, the sky is orange. It's orange. And, right. and like, I, I, my way of dealing with that is like, no, 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 no. So I really had to like sit here and be like, what don't people know? Because mm. I go out of my way to like, so this is really odd. 
I love that. I can't wait. Know how to explain it. And you're going to be like, that's it. That's, but that's it. <laughs> so um, I don't think this part, I don't, I don't think this part is the part that um, is, I just never have told anybody about this. So I think if you know me well, you know that I get driving anxiety. So like, I've always had it. I get like, I can, I can drive around. I can drive on the freeway, whatever. Certain things I can't do. I mean, I, I can do them. I just have a lot of anxiety. So like going over like big archy freeway overpasses. Oh, sure, sure. I get that. Yeah. Um, being like, if there's a big hill or like a big up and down, I just get a lot of anxiety. The Cajon Pass, I don't know if you guys know that. That's, you know, when you're leaving um, Thousand Oaks and you're getting into Oxnard and um, all of a sudden there's that windy bit in the mountains. Um, and what happens, but then also it happens to certain streets and stuff. But the reason why I get anxious, what happens to me when at night, it's really weird. It's bad yeah. at night. Now I get it. Yeah. Do this thing. And this is an example of it. So like on Santa Monica, uh, like down by like Hollywood, there's like, you know, like those like discount stores. Right. And there'll be like a window and the window will have like a mannequin and a thing and whatever, you know, but it's like dingy, not been used, just like sitting there and I'll be driving and I'll start going, I'll start thinking and I'll actually put myself behind that window. Like in my imagination, I'm like, what's up there? No one's up there. It's alone. I'm up there. I'm there. And I'm like looking at the dust bunnies and looking. And sometimes I think I'm really like up in there or like if I'm driving on those overpasses, I'll be like, I'm not in my car. I'm, I'm that post that's connecting the thing, but then I'm driving past it. And I'm like, no, but I'm back there. And I get very like freaked out because I do this thing where like some, and sometimes I'll do it like when I'm like laying in bed, I'll be like right now on Santa Monica at that discount store, there's that corner and it still exists. Oh, I'm right here. But am I now there? And that is my big reveal. Well, I love, first of all, I'm so glad, and we've talked about this, I'm so glad you don't use marijuana because- I know. Because that is where I am at my most high. That when happens. I'm just, I oh start creating- Oh my God, that's why I can't, because I- Realities, yeah. and if you have that, you know, you're like driving along and then all of a sudden casting yourself in a roadside production of Hello, Dolly, and you're like, what if I was just in Mrs. Malloy's shop? And you're like, oh no, I've got to drive, I've got to focus. Yeah. I wonder so much of it, just like at overactive creative brain- that I mean, you're just like you have too much it's very i mean i don't know do you have a, i have a hard time focusing do you have a hard time with that yeah, or? i mean i disassociate i think that that's i mean you know who doesn't comes from a creative background of right stuff um but uh i think it's a workaround from disassociating i think it's a playing pretend thing i think it's a um you know part of it is entertaining unless it like you know, I, I get startled easy because I can get lost in the, right. it also happens to me. Like if I'm staring at, um, at like a big, uh, like one of those big old paintings, you know, like if you're at the mu museum, I'm not talking about like a modern picture. I'm talking about the picture where there's like, I don't like know, the last like supper. columns. Yeah. Like usually has columns, usually has a sky, usually has a half oh, yeah. lady. Those, but they're, if they're especially big, I can get very like lost in like the, I'm right there. And you're like, no, you're not. 
you're here or like I'm behind that cloud right now. So there's something about it that's kind of cool, but then I can startle myself and be like, well, oh God, I'm, I'm not there. I'm here. Like, so I now do you get, have you gotten into uh, accidents or is this all? No, no, internal? no, no, no. It's all just, um, well, that's good. Sometimes I do when I'm driving, sometimes I'll be like, I think everyone does that. It's like the, right. Everyone does that. Like, have you been to church with their grandma? And then you're like, I'm going to get up and start doing air guitar right now. Like, no, no, no. Oh, church is where I created so many plays growing up. I mean, every Sunday I was, I had my hat, my active, my brain. I feel like there's something that happens where our brains aren't being stimulated in a way that we need or react. And our brains just start playing no matter what. It's like when I'm trying to watch a movie and it's like, like, I think I've said this before, like men talking around a table at the beginning of a movie and explaining what's going to happen. I may as well be at the concession stand getting red vines. I have, I cannot pay attention to that shit. I'm like, I don't care. You're all talking. I'm not engaged. I need, I don't know why I'm not, I'm going to walk, you know, now, you know, I don't know. Uh, because I spent uh, the first part of my life pretty much terrified. Um, it defaults to that. So I'll be driving and be like, you're going to run into that. Po you're going to, so if left unchecked, oh, yeah. I have to like, keep it like, no, we're safe. Yeah. We're safe. It's really about like getting those personas in check. What were you going to say, Jess? I think it's kind of, it sounds like what Maria Bamford talks about in her, her mm -hmm. kind of new OCD symptoms. And I have some of it myself where it's like, you're standing, you're standing on the subway just to take it out of mm -hmm. all your LA superior. <laughs> all your drive, what is this you know, subway? Oh, yes, you know, you're on the you're metro. You're in the subway. You're like, what if somebody pushed me right now? Or what if I push somebody? You like you think these terrible thoughts. You you go into crisis mode very quickly, and then you kind of calm yourself down. Right. And so mm. these wind ups and then release. Right. And it's almost like she kind of has been talking about it a little like a tick, like an OCD tick of like mm -hmm. tensing right. up and being. And I, I think when you're talking about doing it with tension, it's like, oh, I'm that pole. I'm that pole. I'm keeping the bridge together. I'm doing something. You know. That, right. that would make sense. And I also think when you're saying that, that reminds me of like, because I, I, my partner has a seven-year-old and uh -huh. I've, you know, I'm madly in love with him and with her. And it's, it's been such an adventure, like the whole oh, thing, sure. navigating the whole thing, like being a queer person and being like, I'm going to be in a heteronormative relationship. I think the rest I of have... my life, like all of that, but having a child live with me that like things will happen. Like when she goes to sleep at night, I'll do this. I'll sit, I'll be like, is she breathing? I know she's breathing. She's breathing, she's breathing. Uh, just these crazy thoughts. Like I would never do, you know what I mean? Like never do. But, and I oh, realized yeah. I was talking to a friend of mine who has a baby that they, you know, brought into the world by the ways that people do, you know. Expelled. Huh? Expelled. Yes, expelled. He, they expelled it and, you know, he was the, put the sperm in, whatever, however that was. And he so, drove the child into her body. Yes, thank that's you. Right. That's how they say it. Mm -hmm. um, that's how they say it. And he said, oh yeah, we used to do this all the time. You have this, like, I'm going to, I'm going to throw the baby over the ledge. I'm going to whatever. Right, like, right. You think it's something bad, but actually I, I have now re transformed that in my head because when I do that now, I do, I do it with people. I, I'll be like, what if I just did this right now? And you're like, oh, it's born out of love. That's born out of care and love that you're like, I love this so much. And I 
we subconsciously self-sabotage things and destroy things. So it's that fear. Right. What if I actually did? And you're like, so instead of like, I used to be like, I'm a horrible person inside of it. I'm a monster. You're like, no, no, no. That's just, you care about this thing. Right. And don't you think we, we also future trip. It's like, we're so, I think when we get bad news and terrible things happen to us, it's like, I, I had no way of knowing that I was, it just out of the blue, the phone rings or something awful, we fall or something awful happens. If we can sort of our weird control freak brains go, I'm going to predict the worst thing. My brain's going to create the worst scenario. I'm going to go through it right now. It's just like when you have fights with people that you've never had, you know, or, oh, or, or with myself in the shower when I could like, if they say blah, 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 blah. And it's like this useless thing right. that we do and in I our used brains. to do it a lot more. I used to be like, it's that I used to like it metaphorically felt like my whole, you know, after my childhood, I, I spent kind of waiting to for the shoe to drop, like kind of like uh -huh. that. And you have to get to this point where you have to realize like the universe has one foot and it's right now. And that's it. Like, that's it. That's it. Right. And, and, it, and the, the going forward is like, it just doesn't, it's, it's, you're going to cause more of, there's a wonderful book called the big leap. And he talks about upper limiting where you get in your own way and you really have to take, and this is sort of how I've taken it. It's sort mm. of like, it, it's kind of bad, but kind of good. I kind of think everything is my fault. Hence, I can mm -hmm. be like, I'm the person that could make the the freeway collapse or, you know, whatever that like, if you can take that kind of radical responsibility. So when things right. happen, you're like, okay, I'm getting in my own way here. Kind of a, kind of a thing. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Anyway. I love that. I mean, I, I think that's a great way of our, our brains are going to just keep creating. And I think it's our way to deal with trauma or our way to sort of understand that I love that it is coming from care. Cause I think that sometimes. Right. I've been like, what if I throw myself off this ledge? Right. You know, you have this weird, these weird things. Sometimes when I'm really tired. You think it also has to do with going from here up because I, I forget when I get tense, I start operating from my neck up and I forget mm. that we have all kinds of, of energy and information and intelligence in this part of our bodies and my mm. part in this. And so I forget to breathe. I forget what, I don't even know what I feel like from the neck down. When I get like that. So, oh, yeah. It's a good, it's a good, reminder. such a good reminder of yeah. being like, you're here, right here, breathe. You've got this one foot in front of the other, you know. And yeah, then it happens, it happens again. It will, this is something that will happen oh. again. And now, oh, of course. Knows. It is good to know. And it's good to know about ourselves. And it's also like, and it's great to just sort of, I don't know, embrace our crazy, just constantly creating minds. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Minor Revelations is supported by Scruff. So after you listen to the podcast, go on there and give your buddies a woof. Or, hey, do it now. I can't tell you what to do. Thanks, Scruff. Jess, uh, talk to me. What have you, have you, do you have similar? I, well, I, I go, Jess, talk to me. Like, who am I? Some, like, <laughs> Joan Rivers or something. Talk no, to I me. No, I love it. Sally um, Jesse. I, uh, I do do similar things. Like I'll think like, oh, what if I just, not usually about other people, you know? I had some thoughts when I was with my nephew who I love, who's very, who's a small child. I was like, oh my God, what if he dies? Right. You know? Yeah. You know, but just like that, like, oh God, what if he dies on my watch, you know? Constantly, oh, yes. I'm not with uh, people's pets. Yes, of course, same. Sure, sure. Um, I think, I think, 
what I what I am I have not told anybody yet, but I am starting to tell people. So you'll be the first. This is breaking news, if that helps. I think I'm not going to get any better. <laughs> I uh, meaning I think for a long time, like I was, I've been like a self-help person and like read all these things and been like, oh, I just want to be, I just want to be good. So it'll all work out. And now I'm like, fuck it. And I only say that because I don't think there's a correlation. And what I mean is, I think that for a long time, like everything was contingent on like, oh, was, was I a good enough person or was I nice enough or did I do the right thing did I kind of acquiesce to other people's emotions did I make room for them and then if things didn't work out I was like oh well you could always do better and there is true it's not that I've like given up but I do think there's just this space where you get to it's like I I've made space for a lot of people and I do a lot of nice things and yes I don't do everything well Absolutely. And you want to improve those things that are not good for you, certainly. But like overall, okay. You know, yeah, like, I mean, what do you what do you mean by better? I mean, I think that's an interesting thing to describe. Well, it's like to talk about, yeah. I think I always I always thought that if you like got got better, like if you were in I think I confused better with like better for me was like, oh, everything, all your ducks were in a row. Right. And you were, you were kind of pleasing to most people. Yeah, there you go. Right. And you were of a, of, you know, like you were, you kind of like just were nice and people liked you. And, (laughs) but you don't, those people also don't really kind of make an impact. Well, and nice is different than good, right? Aren't those the oh. end of the woods lyrics? Oh, it's yeah. like it that thing where it's nice like nice is different than kind, nice, and you're like heroing other people, and you're looking for like, oh, I need you to settle my insides down. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. So, and I, and it's also this thing of like, I was I was waiting for my friend. I went to go. I went to go see <laughs> my friend invited me to a dance show where these like very beautiful 20 something stuck candles up their asses in the East Village. I saw a show like As that in Edinburgh. Do. Yeah, I got it. There you go. I got it. So I very graciously by the gods of the subway got there late and was not allowed in. And there was a there was a <laughs> line. <laughs> it was packed. It was packed. There was a line out the door. And all these kind of like greasy East Village norm core 20-somethings with terrible haircuts and white sneakers. And I was just like, is this what's happening? Is this what's happening? And I'm in like a brooch and like a cow neck and like a beautiful scarf. Of course. I just, you know what I want? I want glamour. I want the rest of it all to be just like, glamorous fun and if people get offended if they don't like it if they don't feel as i'm participating in the ways they want me to participate i'm going to sit there and be like you know what just think of me as lee radswell i'm going to say inappropriate (laughs) things i'm going to do what i want 
and I'm going to live to be 80 and you're all just going to have to deal with me until I go. Yeah. And I mean, I would say that that's you at your best. I mean, that's you at your most, that's you at your most authentic and you're not doing, you're not trying to follow somebody else's. How sad if you were trying to follow every trend, if you were like buying those shoes. Everybody's trying to go around and try to be, instead of like, I always think like, oh no, let's get down to our essential, who we wanted to be when we were a sophomore in high school. Like I still wear those same freaking clothes. Like I am sticking with it. Like I am, that is, I'm getting, you know what I mean? You're improving on, you're distilling down more to the essence. Yeah. 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 I mean, I think that's the thing. And I, I think I've spent a long time trying to be like, Oh, I'll just be nice. And I'll be like, and, and be good. And like, and always be better, be better that you're, you see these clocks and you see these blocks and you, that, you know, yes, some things hold you back. Certainly. But We're not going to but- talk about, you know, my intimacy issues, but you know, at least I'll have a nice brooch and pearls and that'll be all right. You but know? you were always someone that I've known as the first person to reach out like on, on, in terms of being nice, you're so gentle about like, did I, Cross the line. Are we okay? Oh, sure. Like you're so, that's so who you've always been. And, oh yeah. So you don't need to like, that's what in terms of like being better. It's like, you're just, you're just, and, and a lot of it too, I, I would just say, I think a lot of it is just like getting older and going, I am who I am. And it is, it, this oh, is like without a doubt. what you're going to get. And like, yes, I can. There's certain times that I'm like, I guess I really should, you know, watch my tongue about X, Y, and Z. And I understand this oh, and that, sure. but at the same time too, I'm like, I lived in such fear of like my words and my actions of like hurting someone's feelings and being different from other people. And I'm like, first of all, I had to look at that as that's a little bit solipsistic to think that people would care that much about what I think and what I said. And so I'm like, who cares what I think? It's like, so what? I'll go off on a, like a movie that I didn't like, who cares? You made a movie. I didn't. So like, I'm just a person. I'm not, I'm not, I don't have any ability to like hurt your movie and I don't want to hurt your movie or anything. I don't have ill intentions about a thing. I'm just kind of like, that wasn't for me. Or this person isn't for me. You might be friends with this person. I can't stand who I am with them. I can't stand them around me. Like, good. I'm glad they have friends. I'm glad they have a place in the world. I don't wish them ill. But do I need to be nice to them? Do I need to like... No, you don't. (laughs) I have some friends that I've had forever. And Mm -hmm. you know how you like identify, you're like, these are my friends and I've had them forever. And like, you know, they knew me before, you know, fancy day job happened and they're my friend, whatever. And I call them my friend. And then you start noticing like, hey, you're not, you, you like totally disregard me and you, you don't, oh, yeah. wait a minute, you're not. And I had this, I'm not proud of, I'm not proud of where I got this information from because I, I get my information from a lot of important things. From Todrick Hall. Yeah. Yeah. Like not from like I happen to be scrolling through Instagram and I saw someone post a you know it in a box and it was probably you know like and then I was like this is valuable but I took a screenshot of it and I have like I I've written it down in my journal and I actually have started to practice it it feels a little strange to live in this tension but it was and I can't remember his name. He's that guy who does those cool, he makes like, he makes these phrases and he does it in balloons. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Yes, I know. Yeah. Yes, yes. He, it was normalize not giving 
more energy to someone when they make you feel unwanted? Oh, yes. And I was like, that is my, because, because the thing is that there's whole swaths of people that are used to me doing that. That is my oh, sure. whole yes. beginning of my life. So when I stop doing that, what, what I am required to do in the be better, you know what I mean? Because essentially what you're saying is I've always tried to be better and I'm not doing that anymore for out there. And that energy to be able to say, I'm taking, I'm giving, I'm holding on to this precious energy. Unless you're giving me, unless your aperture is as big as mine to take my energy and to mm-hmm. give me back exactly what I'm giving, then also if their aperture isn't that big, they can't even receive it. They don't even know the magic right. that you're getting. You're pouring, uh, what did my mom's doctor used to say when her menstrual blood was too strong? Pouring gold I, down a rat hole or something like that. That's what you're doing. Pouring gold on a rat hole? Down a rat hole. I don't know. Doctors were wow. weird in the 70s. But um, my point that. is that I think that that- Everybody that, wants a folksy gynecologist. <laughs> but like- I'm thinking of Green Acres. I'm just, thinking all, all well, kinds of images I, here. I was from Porterville, which is the uh, California <laughs> Green Acres. Um, yes. Uh, but yeah, I think that that normalizing, like I'm not giving energy- right now because i feel like you're not giving me energy you don't give me what i don't i just back away like i go somewhere else well i think a lot of times our oldest like family members and friends they know us and they have a they can be a little more dismissive and go okay and i think it is a matter of doing the inventory and knowing okay well this is my friend they're not going to worship me they're not going to tell me oh my god i'm amazing every time we hang out and i and i like that on some level i i Oh, that makes sure. me feel like you see me. You're not having to. We don't have to start at ground zero every time. Like I don't I'm need talking about friends that make you that intentionally kind of. Yes. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. Oh, you yeah. then we have the friends that are like, oh, you're there for my rainy days. You're there when I'm like want to complain about something, but you're never really happy for me. Yes. You always have a snarky, pithy thing to say to me. Sometimes I do just need, hey, good job. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Nice there to see I'm you look paid. nice. They'll never tell you you look yeah. nice. They'll never, t- just the smallest uh-huh. things. Uh-huh. Yeah. And you're just sort of like, oh, I never get that from you. And so you kind of go, is it worth having the conversation or is it worth just slowly letting those people go yeah. or just having different, and I, and I do think it's different with every with every relationship, but I think it's really important. So that we're not, because I realize that I teach people to treat me that way. I come in, oh, I'm very yes, self-deprecating yeah. and I know, oh, my hair's a mess. Oh, I don't look that great today. Or, oh God, uh, that thing was stupid because, that I did. Thank right, you very much. What, you know. what I think also, we're not, you're not, I don't think you're saying just, I know in my bones, you're not saying I'm not going to expand, meaning right. like, oh, no. like right. you know, like I'm thinking about, I have friends that I had to drop off partially, like that are changing there are a lot of yes. my white friends that during all of the social uprising, I was realizing this is not a priority. This, you don't realize sure. that we have power and privilege, even in our marginalized spaces that we are, we need to, yeah. you know, and that they were like, la, la, la. And you're like, I can't, I can't go there with you anymore. I could because I knew less and now I know more and now we can't do that. And, and like sure. that kind of a thing. And those are the people that you make concessions for and you small yourself up for. And then you have to be like, I'm not making myself small anymore. I'm going to get whatever direction this little plant that is me grows. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like so you just said, you're growing. I mean, like, I think it's also like 
fostering the seed and going, I'm growing, I'm, I'm growing, I'm blossoming, but I'm not going F no, not to that seed, put a new seed, get a new seed. My seed is wrong. I think it's about recognizing the core. Yeah. 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 And I think I, I also think about it just because we're loading on metaphors. Yes. Um, I think of it as like, I was kind of raised to be a gracious hostess. Mm. Yes. You know, and now I'm reshuffling who's in the living room and who gets cocktails and like, oh, doesn't that look nice? How, oh, how's the wife? And then who are the kitchen friends with like, we sit in there and smoke and be like, are these people terrible? Won't they leave? (laughs) You know? We're reconfiguring, reshuffling who's in what room. Yeah. Yes. And also realizing that you want to kind of spend more time in the kitchen where it's like, this is just what we're doing. Right. This is where, you know, we can do those, that part of it. We can be gracious. I don't think it's about being nasty, though I do think that there's, I do think that there are clear lines that have to get drawn more and more for people. Cause I do think some of it's like pandemic stuff. I think everybody's like, come out, come out, you know, the beginning of Oz and we're all like, have just forgotten <laughs> right. how to be around people. And sometimes you gotta be like, nope, I'm gonna tell you once and we're not gonna have this conversation again. Right. Don't do that to me. Right. And, and it's, and it doesn't need to be anything but that yes that's what i'm trying to get better at because i am not good my i have delayed reactions to things a lot of times and in the moment i will make everything okay for you i will you can say something awful to me and i immediately go you didn't mean that uh this is what i mean and sometimes that is true sometimes it's like oh i'm not gonna and so i but then it's like the next day you know, oh, it bothers yeah. you. And then you go, well, it's not worth calling them. And then like a week goes by. You're not, well, now oh, there's yeah. been too much time, you know? So oh, yeah. I'm trying to shorten that gap and immediately go, nope, that's not okay. No. And then, no. then it's over. And then it's like, yeah. I got, I dealt with it. I don't, we don't yeah. need to have a conversation about it. We don't have a fight about it. Right. That was like inappropriate. Well, and I think it's, you know, I've a lot, I have a lot of friends that like what you were saying, Kirsten, about like, just with the, like the new reckoning in the world and like the idea that like, we don't have more to learn because I don't think that's at all what you've been saying, Jess. It's yeah, like you're know. constantly, you're, you're, you're constantly oh, yeah. a student of the world. And, and I, you know, and not only do you teach, but you also are always learning. But like when people are like, what is that again? I don't really know what that thing is. I don't really need to know about that. It's like, that's what, why we are what we are. And oh, I do have sure. certain friends that are like, can you, and I queer friends that'll be like, can you explain the they thing to me? I just don't, I'm like, Google it. And also I'm not, I'm not the person to, to give that conversation to you. And it's like that thing about like, tell me, help me kind of a thing, but they really don't want to be told or helped. It's yeah. sort of like where it, there's also that where you kind of go, that's on you. And and you, oh, have, you have one of these, you're an adult with the internet, have fun, have fun with yeah. life, learn about I things. Think it also comes up. It also came up for me a lot because I would, I was always someone who would have a reaction and I was so kind of afraid of my anger. Mm. that I would wait and like call call a friend and be like listen am I ang- am I allowed to be angry about this right am I really allowed to be angry about this and usually they'd be like yeah you could be whatever you want right you know you can have what reaction you want to have and it's always true I can and right. I know myself well enough now that like it's been a long time since I flipped a table in a crowded restaurant <laughs> please you know? Do it again. Bring it back. But even if I did, I'd be like, you know what? She deserved it. Yeah. She deserved it. 
or I know you, yeah. you would correct. You would literally the next day go, I completely overreacted and deal Absolutely. with it that way. But at least you, you react, you, you dealt with your feelings. Because yeah. feelings don't come out of nowhere. And yes, we are we are wrong sometimes, but and oh, I do I do think I'm I'm learning how to like even have like I'm like you drew that delayed, like it happens and it's like, is this happening? And what I have learned that is very effective, al- albeit strange, is like slowing down in the moment. Like I had this experience, I've been doing this play, and I had some very close friends come, and this is when I was like. Oh, wait, what's happening? Like all these great thinkers have been coming to this show. You know, my, my friend, Aisha Tyler and her mom, which are like, they're so smart. And they were like, just, they wanted to talk about it. And they were so interested yeah, in it. And, yeah, all this of course. and when you have the people that have known you since you were doing, you know, this is, you know, one of these people I've known since I was doing like college theater that like, mm. won't look me in the eye, isn't coming up to me to say hello, like all of that. And it, and it hurt my feelings hurt and no, they didn't see me do this. I saw them and I was like, my, the normalizing, my instinct was go talk to them. And I was like, no, cause I don't yeah, want right. to, I'm not trying to like, be like, hmm. I just don't want to. And what I wanted to do, and I did it is I walked out from backstage. I saw that this was happening. I felt this heat in my chest and then I got down into like a sumo squat and I just started being like, ha, ha. I'll tell you what, people will turn around and be like, what's happening? It really, uh, I love it. So and much. it felt like I'm, I'm in here with these feelings and I'm acknowledging them and I'm not going to, because when I get angry, I get shaky and I cry and then it becomes, oh, you're being sensitive. And then I got to deal with the gaslighting of right. I shouldn't be angry. And I get very confused. So just to be there with my own feelings and be like, this is what, and this is what I am about. Meaning I'm going to get more and more getting into some deep squats and making some noise. And I'm going to get less and less trying to be like, oh, what's the new way we sneeches wear our stars on our bellies, you know? Not to bring up a metaphor of a known anti-Semite, I apologize. Oh, I don't even know who, who are I the think, sneeches. I think Dr. Seuss is, and if, oh. he, if he isn't, I oh, apologize. From, from, for from, sli- oh, he was. God, I believe so. Yeah. Do something terrible, or am I? He just- did some. He did some very not nice drawings about Asian people. Oh uh, yes, and, right. And some black people. Got it. Yes, yeah. There, there are a couple of the books that you know. Yes, that no one. Got it. Yeah, like was reading for it. Yeah. Um, Which if no, you I think other people, I, you hate yourself. So he's an anti-Semite too. So, so there, you go. <laughs> there you go. No, I, after shows, I always, I, I, I have friends that run out into the lobby and I take my time. I've learned. That's where I really have to take care of myself. I just did a show for an hour, hour and a half, two hours more. I have to take my time getting my stuff off together. The people who stay. And they know this. This is some oh, of my biggest I got to learn. I got to learn that lesson. Yeah. You, if you, now listen, if you hated the show, you hated me, you have every right. Yeah. You get in your car. If you want to text me and you say, thank you. So or on the subway, if you're in, you know, one of those right. places, yeah. <laughs> you, if you want to text me and say, you know, good job, that was fun or whatever, like whatever you want to say, that's on you. That's fine. I don't ultimately need that. But the right. one thing you don't do is hang out. 
wait for me to come up and be condescending. Yeah. Be oh. like, I can't come up with anything nice to say. So I'm going to say something really backhanded. Congratulations. How dare you? Yeah. How dare you? Like, that is not it. You have to lie I'm not to talking, me. I don't need the, com- I don't need compliments. Like, no, no, I don't either. Yeah, That's yeah, the yeah. thing. I don't either. I need, I, for me, I mean, I it's like, like it. you, if you've waited that long, you have to at least say, good show. That was so much fun. Congratulations. Give me a hug. Like, I don't need you're amazing. You're the second coming of comedy. I don't need that. I need that. If you're going to stay, you have yeah. plenty of time to get out of there. Yeah. I'm not and running up so for you and things. asking for attention. Here's the other thing about shit like that is like, even, even Jess, you making these choices about how you adorn yourself, any of us getting on a stage or anybody else in any kind of stage, you're in the Brene Brown words, you know, or whoever said this, that then she took it from you're in the arena. They're in the stands watching those people who all are wearing the same thing that everybody else is wearing because they heard that that's the thing we wear is just so easy to be like, no, I'm wearing the thing I like and I don't care like that. Right. Like it or not. That's the risk. And you're like in that, like, so anybody who's like, "Mm," who's coming. And when you're performing anybody who you should be able to at least say like, something to the effect of you were up there you were up there and i wasn't you know what i mean so right. also be quiet because you being in the audience is not you know especially when the whole audience on that particular night were like you are all a bunch of lazy bottoms and i'm upset oh sure as a bottom I just, yeah i have to say i i don't be lazy you know i i i just I have a feeling about that. Like you just, you do have to be, you, you can find something to say and it's not, and, and, and when you're searching for something to say, that's gross too. get in your car, go. Yeah. If you can, if that's yeah. totally fine. Get out of there. Don't hang out and go, hi, you look like you're in front of there. All the like cliche things that people say, because they couldn't bring themselves to lower themselves, to l- give you a very generic. There's something compliment. about being earnest. There's something about being honest. There's something about it. That's not what cool. Right. You know? Oh, earnestness is not cool at all. Right. I mean, that's cringe. Yeah. All cringe is about I know. that. I am the right. most cringe. Right. Wow. So I lean into the cringe. It's all I'm all. I don't know. I love it. I, I also just, that's... it's all we have. It's like a certain. Also, I mean, I don't believe in phony. I mean, I, that's the opposite no, of no, that. No. I'm like false sentiment, but, but, you know, yeah. Yeah. I don't, I, I have a different, I kind of run for the, I call it the mayor of nowhere. I like shake everybody. Oh, do you have a nice time? Oh, do you have? Oh, good. You had a good time at the show. You know, <laughs> I do that. that. I deflect. I deflect. So when people come up to me and they go, you know, I'm doing this play right now and I, I play someone very different than myself. So people are very like, you know, and they can do that. And my instinct is always like, yeah, Finny, Finny Kimura who wrote the play. It's amazing. So I'll be like, it's amazing, huh? Because I can't tolerate sometimes you know, that's the other thing is like, I'm not asking you for that attention because I usually can't tolerate oh, it. You know what I mean? No, no, same, oh, same. Yeah. I get that totally. So like, well, that's yeah. the, I, I can tell you, we just did um, a play of mine. Uh, we did a play called Three Little Girls Down a Well. Yeah. And um, people came and saw it. And it was really, I mean, it was very impactful. We could hear people crying that oh. in it at the end. You could oh. hear people audibly crying. But it was also funny and it was all these things. And I I came out 
and people were like, oh my God, you're such a good actor. Like we, for, you were like a nine-year-old girl for an hour. And I was like, oh, okay, okay, okay. And in my head, all of a sudden I walked up and I was with Jessica Hannon, who you both know. Yes. And I said, yeah. oh, so they don't think the writing's any good. And she's like, what? Yeah. I was like, welcome to, welcome to the doomscape that is this little noggin. They right. said this, so this couldn't be possible. Yeah, you like my shirt, you must hate my pants. It's that. Exactly. Yeah, right. Exactly. Well, so you're bringing up the shirt. Yeah, you're bringing up the acting because really what's in the front of your brain is the writing wasn't great. Writing wasn't great. But can you, but I also have been on both sides of that. I've been in my shows and people go afterward, they go and they go, oh, the writing. And they're like, oh, you oh, must sure. have hated my performance. Like, oh, like, yeah. you know, that's the, the divine dissatisfaction yeah. of doing oh, what we do. We're never going to be told that the problem no. is it's like, we're never going to be told the thing that we need. We're never going to have that hole filled. And I don't ever really want it to be done because I love doing it. I love the process of right. seeking it and doing it and constantly, you know, but it's about, I think, like really finding that. But it is, it's, it's like, don't let anything diminish you. And if it does, then get rid of that sure. or put that in your art and move on and find the people because they're too many, they're too many good people. You yeah, know, you got to leave oh. the, leave the drama on the stage. Yeah. All of it on the stage. Yeah. And with that, I think we're out of time. Oh, this dude. flew by. Thank you all so much for yeah, doing this. Oh, I love this you. wonderful creative chat on this. What is it? A Tuesday morning, whenever we're doing oh, this. I don't even know. It's 7 a.m. here in New York. <laughs> <laughs> I really thought when I said 11, I was like, Ugh, is this going to be okay? With this? We're going to have to get up so early. No, I'm good. I'm good. I'm not on Singapore time yet, but I'll try. <laughs> All right. All right. Um, thank you so much. I want to. I want to thank my guests, Justin Elizabeth Sayer and Kirsten Vangsness, who I forgot to introduce at the beginning of the show. I realized we just started talking. So uh, everyone, you, you know, yes, go Google them. Um, uh, Jess, where can we find you on social? Oh, Justin Elizabeth Sayer on Instagram. It's Wonderful. a delight. And Kirsten, get on that lawn. Uh, Kirsten Vangsness at Instagram, or you can go to kirstenvangsness.com. There are things on that for a panoply of choices. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Thank you both so much Thank for doing you. this. Thank you, Drew. I love any excuse to see y'all. Thank y'all so much. I love y'all. Love you. Bye. Friend of the Pod Productions.